millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Our most sincere apologies. We forgot about our appearance generators. So you guys came. Who wants the grand tour? is the beluga tunes podcast thanks for listening andy here yeah um uh this week uh i do a little bit of movie talk that's the this in the podflix segment the film is pursuit of happiness this week as usual there is also a six minute shout out uh, i can't tell you what that is yet you'll have to wait and find out and there's more christmas talk even though <laughs> we're still in still technically in september Actually, this episode drops on the 1st of October. Yeah, Because uh, none of this is being recorded within... You know, it's still technically September as I record this, but, you know... <laughs> the point is, yeah, it may be a little bit early to talk about Christmas, but for me, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to, to get, get everything done, get everything out of the way. Yeah, um, so all of that and more coming up soon. So I think best we just get straight into it so podflix here we go this this week i talk about the pursuit of happiness what will i be talking about next week well you will find out um afterwards after you've heard me talk about this film give me time please no yeah uh so that's uh, that's coming up in the next segment somebody tell you you can't do something not even me all right all right you got a dream you got to protect it people can't do something themselves they want to tell you you can't do it you want something go get it Period. A struggling salesman takes custody of his son and he's poised to begin a life-changing professional endeavour. Wow, now this film, <laughs> the feels, I have to say. Oh, Yeah, I, um, I, don't, I don't cry at films very much, but this one pretty much did bring me to tears, I, I, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> It's that kind of a film. I actually remember Mark Kermode reviewing it and saying it's it's sort of like Dumbo because it's just misery all the way through until this very brief moment at the end. 
Um, I'm probably not spoiling too much saying it does have a happy ending. Because, um, I mean, it is based on a true story. I have no idea. I haven't done my homework. I haven't done my research on how accurate it is. So, yeah, they, they may have taken a whole bunch of liberties. I know how, how that goes, yeah. But I'm just going to talk about what I thought of it as a film, as someone who doesn't know anything about the real Chris Gardner. But, yeah, I mean, it has a happy ending because it... You kind of have to give it a... <laughs> there have been tragic events that have been sugar-coated, you know. But here's the thing, because the way Kermo described it made it sound kind of like... There's like... Um, I don't know how to describe it. Well, like, like this was a bad thing. I, mean, I, I can't remember if he said it was you know, exactly how, how what he thought of the film. Um, the way I see it is, it's because uh, if if you just if if you use the Dumbo comparison, that that kind of simplifies the idea of it being a sad story that does have a happy ending. But in many ways, I was, I was thinking, how, what does this say about real life? Because you know, a lot of people go through misery, and it's just you know, literally never ending. You know, people have been known to to just have absolutely no happy ending. Because you know, some people die young. That your life expectancy or fate, I suppose can mean the difference between having a better chance at finding happiness. Um, and obviously this film, I, the title The Pursuit of Happiness, you know, is is very appropriate. It it does you know, it, it does show us a story that's so tragic. It, it, it's it's just full of misery and then you just have this one silver lining kind of an ending but i like that i i think that's that it actually made me think as i say about people who don't have any happy endings um and the fact that just this small thing this 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 little moment at the end just makes everything so happy all of a sudden it was powerful. It you know, it really made me feel. I really felt for the characters. Um, Will Smith is great in this film. If you like Will Smith, definitely check this film out if you haven't already seen it. That's another thing because I this is another film that I hadn't seen until now, and I had no idea if I was going to like it or not. I like most of the films I've seen with Will Smith in, but you know he was in Wild Wild West, so we we know from that that he's not always brilliant at everything he does. But, yeah, I, I remember when this film came out, I saw the trailers for it, and as I say, I, I heard Mark Kermo's review. Um, yeah, I, I I was actually pleasantly surprised, because I, I, I suppose I didn't have extremely low expectations, but what I'd seen from the trailer, um, the stuff that I heard about it, you know, it, it didn't make me, obviously it didn't make me want to go and see it, because I, I didn't, I didn't see it at the, the pictures. Um and and it is quite there there aren't that many films 
um, in which Will Smith plays a really realistic type of person and it's like complete drama I suppose because it, it had moments that kind of made me chuckle there were very charming sweet moments it was kind of bittersweet moments throughout um, and yeah uh, I'm trying to think now what I was getting at <laughs> trying to keep this all together yeah um, one thing that I remember from the trailer there, there is that scene where he solves the Rubik's Cube puzzle because this is in the 80s and Rubik's Cubes were a new thing, you know, like an um, interesting puzzle that kind of re really brought to light a lot of you know, mental stuff. Anyway, um, in, in the trailer, it's edited so that it looks like he's just really good at Rubik's Cubes. You kind of think he's probably had a lot of practice on that. But I realised that was taken out of context. I think... It, it was kind of a clever way of sh giving you a bit of an idea of what type of character Will Smith was playing, because um, he seemed kind of cocky in that trailer. Uh, but when I saw that scene in its proper context, um, I thought that was actually, it was actually done very well. It it isn't quite the same. You know, they yeah, it, well, you know, it you can see that they actually edited it right down. Um, and yeah, the, these scenes work really well to tell you about this character and just how determined he is and how miserable his life is. And you really want that happy ending. It, it feels earned. You feel like the character really deserves his happy ending. Would I watch it again? Absolutely. I just, I, I really do like this film a lot. It's, it's one of my favourites that I've talked about on this uh, segment so yeah uh, the time has come for me to say tell me internet what film am I going to be talking about in next week's episode of the Beluga Dunes podcast solo album 2003 you pressed you referring to me that is incorrect the correct answer is you it is now time for the six-minute shout-out. So, uh, where's the internet wheel gone? Hang on, give me a minute. <laughs> Let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. Round and round. I, I, I've, I've just spun the internet wheel. There, there's a website on each segment of this wheel. <laughs> oh, it's still going. It's a very big wheel. <laughs> there's a lot of things on there. Laura in the kitchen. That's what we're going for this week, are we? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I was looking for a decent recipe for cupcakes because I, I, I'm a big kid and I like to, <laughs> to um, make pastries in the kitchen. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I, um, I, I found one that that looked. Incredible. It was, it was on YouTube and um, it was provided by uh, Laura Vitali. I think that's how you say it. Um, okay, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, turns out. Um, 
this is a very popular web series, Laura in the Kitchen. There's the, the Laura in the Kitchen website, laurainthekitchen.com, where you can get all the recipes. Um, and I've since found out that uh, I think she's actually on television as well. I, I had no idea. <laughs> but yeah, um, I can't say I'm surprised. She's <laughs> really good at uh, uh, making all kinds of things. Because, yeah, as I say, I, I have a lot of fun um, with uh, baked goods. So I, I thought I'd use her, her recipes for all of the, all of the uh, cake and puddings that I, I'm... I intend to to make, <laughs> um, but it turns out she does also. She she makes all kinds of things. Um, the other day, I actually tried her recipe for um, meatballs. This is, uh, meatballs, napolitan. Is that how you say? It? <laughs> I I I don't get any of these right. So <laughs> let's face it. I I I can't speak. <laughs> um, yeah, this this is a really good recipe. I I followed followed this one when I you know, had it for dinner that night. It was amazing. It was a nice red wine tomato sauce. It's just brilliant, and it, it um it shows you the best way to just slowly cook the meatballs. And, and these these are home. I I must admit I didn't make the meatballs. I, I actually only used part of this recipe but I'm gonna use it again I'm gonna go right right to the beginning and uh, actually make the meatballs myself next time because um, that that was kind of the idea of this so yeah I, d I didn't get the full effect but the you know, it was a lovely sauce <laughs> yeah um, that of that I can definitely attest um, let's see about the show Laura in the Kitchen is an interactive cooking show hosted by Laura Vitali, a self-taught home cook with a passion for what cooking really stands for. She believes that food really feel, feeds the soul, not just the stomach. Yeah, and I, this is a great thing because I've never been a terrible cook, but I'm, I think there's definitely room for improvement, I'll have, have to admit. Um... There seems I I have a limited knowledge of how to make stuff, how to cook from scratch, um, and I do believe that it's it's worth doing. You know, it feels good when um, you you can sit down to something that you have prepared, that you've actually you've cooked from scratch, and it's it's good food. It's actually substantial. It's <laughs> um, just. Yeah, um, it 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 also just it 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 has better long term effects because uh, I did used to eat a lot of microwave meals and there's there's it's one of those traps I I find myself falling into. I mean, I haven't had one for a while, so I'm quite pleased to to be able to say that. Because I think my my go to cooking from scratch recipe was. Uh, tuna pasta bake because I, I remember my mum showed me you know because it's, it's a very easy my, obviously most pasta meals are easy um, and because I, I remember originally she used to use crushed cheese and onion crisps 
to go in the cheese, go with the grated cheese that goes on top, that's the top layer. Um, but then she went for the more healthier option, which was breadcrumbs. But because I do eat a lot of bread, um, recently I found that I tend to just use cheese. And it is really because I just think breadcrumbs is a bit much. Like any anything added to it, I I don't I, I no longer put crushed crisps or breadcrumbs at all. I think seeds was the other thing. Seeds used to be a a favourite of that of my mum. But yeah, so um, cook. That's uh, 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 not cooking. Um, <laughs> Laura in the kitchen, hosted by Laura Vitali. Uh, check out laurainthekitchen.com for more information. What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Yep, now you're getting it. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Poker, usually. So once again, I'm, I'm going to be talking a bit about uh, stuff I'm doing for Christmas. Um, because, yeah, we've been gradually getting closer. <laughs> and I have established that, you know, I, I like to do things well in advance. So, um, yeah, I, I've already gotten... I've made good progress, I think, with um, presents. And, yeah, the my Christmas shopping is mainly... Like, I don't really buy kind of, like, decorations or things for my flat because it's not, for, it's not a very big big flat and also I don't really tend to spend that much time here I, I think uh, one thing that it, um, I must say is that uh, with the job that I'm doing at the moment um, yeah I uh, I suppose I I'm, I'm now spending more time here in December usually I, I just try and get that one week off even if <laughs> if, if, if that is actually possible um, but yeah, I um, I have this tradition where each Christmas I put this little picture frame. It's like a stand with actually it's actually got two, uh, three little picture frames shaped like Christmas trees. So that's really my Christmas ornament, and I put a different picture. It's, it's always like I always print off a picture of one of my cartoons and um, put them in the uh, the frames. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of change it up a little bit each year. It's like that's the one decoration that I put up, and I think, yeah, I I know that it doesn't sound like a lot, but I I kind of like it that way, because I I don't want to decorate the place just for my myself, you know. I I do occasionally have visitors, but there there aren't really people around here that often. Really, most of the time, it's just me here, um, and yeah, you know, I just I just kind of like it. I think it's. I, you know, I like to have something that you know. It's, it's, as I say, it's become a tradition. Instead of having an actual Christmas tree, I just have this little row of trees that sit on top of my television. Yeah, I, I actually do like that, and and I, I think, yeah, I uh, I never bothered with decorating mainly because um, the first few years I was spending over here, I. Um, I would always go and spend at least like two weeks with my family. It would sometimes be yeah, sometimes it was like most of most of the month, actually. So yeah, I, I think I definitely spent th- three to four weeks at home. In fact, yeah, I, w- I would stay for the new year. So yeah, um, <laughs> roughly about a month, I think, <laughs> with my with my family. Uh, and things started to change because, as I say, I got a new job, um, and I'm st- I still have to work um, most days of December. But I've been told that we don't actually get any days of December off, but that can't be right because last year and the year before, I booked a week off. They ended up saying, actually, you know, we can do that. I don't know why. I don't know why that was possible. 
So I'm, I'm going to try again for that this year. Hopefully that'll be arranged. But I, yeah, I think I'm because I'm getting used to doing this job, and yeah, there, there are plenty of times throughout the year that I I can book a week off and spend time with my family. So even if it's not possible to do that this year. I don't think I'm going to be too bothered because one way or another I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to actually see them. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not really worried about that. So yeah, I it, it, it does kind of beg the question, should I start doing more Christmassy things for my flat? But again, you know, if, even though I am spending more time here over the Christmas season, I... I don't really feel like I need to be doing that so much. It it's uh, it, as I say, it's just me. I'm really happy just having that one little ornament, um, and maybe with a few additional things. I I, I can't really. I suppose the, there's the advent calendar. I I, <laughs> I I that's another thing that I can't seem to grow out of is having one of the Cadbury's advent calendars on my wall. Um, although last year I didn't eat the chocolates. I did this thing that I, I suppose this was mainly a nostalgic thing. Uh, when I was younger I used to save the chocolates, put them in a Tupperware container and keep them in the fridge. Uh, and I did that, <laughs> I did that so I could share them with all my friends. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, so in terms of Christmas shopping, it's mainly just for gifts and things. And I, you know, I like to be quite interesting with my gifts. I, I suppose, as of last year, I've started to just be a, a bit more creative, and yeah, uh, I'm having, I'm having quite, quite a bit of fun actually. Um, deciding on presents this year because I, I, I feel like. You know, if if your family is like mine and they're not usually that bothered, they don't really have anything specific that they want or need. Um, to me, that that's a good opportunity to be like, right, let's just be a little unexpected then. Because like last year what I did was I, I got people gift bags. So it was almost like everyone got a goodie bag with Christmas gifts. So I spent a little bit more on what I would normally spend on, on gifts for everyone but you know uh, I think it was worth it because everyone got a little selection of things I, I think everyone got a, a kind of like a miniature comic book one of the comics that I've made um, they also got a, a slice of cake and also um, got some Grey's popcorn uh, everyone got a little sachet of those. Um, yeah, I... Um, I'm, I'm not going to be doing something similar this year. Everyone's going to get cake again. <laughs> so, I mean, if if you're in my family, then sorry, I've just spoiled that for you. <laughs> spoiled the surprise. Nah. Um, but I, 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 won't, I won't reveal anything else that I bought. But like I said, it, it's been quite fun because... I'm kind of going around thinking, what would I like to receive? What would they like to receive? Because I suppose the thing about presents is, it, it's always a nicer gesture if you get something that is more for for the person that you're vying for. 
Like, if if it's not something that you're particularly interested in. Because I buy so many presents that I kind of have a mutual... I suppose that's, that's definitely a thing when I'm buying gifts for friends. It's, it's always something like, I think you'll like this because I want you to be more like me. <laughs> and I feel like I've got to get out of that habit. But I suppose when buying presents for the family, again, I, it's, it's, it's mostly down to the fact that um, they, they never usually seem that bothered. Some of them don't even want to have presents, or so they say. They're still getting one. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just part of the the tradition. Come on, just just let me have it. Do it for me. Open the present for me, <laughs> for my enjoyment. I think when you get older, I think it's more enjoyable to to give presents than to receive them. At least over Christmas, I think there's something about you know when you when you start to feel more like more more. You know, just not 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 so fussed about getting presents. The the fun comes from, as I say, kind of being creative for others and having a bit of a laugh with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think this year has been quite a pleasant Christmas buying experience, which is great because I I found that um, when when I got to that age when I had to start looking for presents myself. Um, yeah, that that first year it was really tricky. I think I did a lot of internet shopping that year. I mean, I still do, but um, I actually did. There's one gift that I've bought for someone this year. I, I got it on Zavi. Um, well, I placed my order, and I'm still waiting for it. I think it's due to arrive in October. So I'm glad that I ordered it when I did because it turns out they take a while. <laughs> Because you know, I think I've ordered several things off Savvy. They don't usually take that long, I don't think. How long did that Kevin Smith box set take? I think that one did take a while, actually. I think I seem to remember I was waiting, waiting with bated breath. Whereas eBay, they tend to be just quick as a flash, you know. <laughs> well, reasonably good, I would say. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's all the fun that I've been having uh, with my Christmas shopping. Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way once again. So yeah, uh, there's the comic book club, I need to tell you about that. Uh, this is the Southampton Comic Book Club. We still haven't settled on exactly where we're going to be holding them from now on. Um, there are going to be some updates which you can find on the Comic Book Club Facebook page. If you go to... Um, to Facebook and just search Comic Book Club Southampton. You should be able to find the uh, the group on there. Um, they do have a Twitter. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be updating on that so much. I don't know, but it, that's at CBC Sutton. So yeah, uh, do check those out because I I have been along to a lot of of those meetings and they're always a lot of fun. So yeah, um, my website is www.belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S And you can also find merch at belugatoons.redbubble.com My Twitter is at belugatoons and another one at belugatoonspod that's specifically for this podcast for updates and links to the stuff that I talk about in the 6 minute shoutouts 
Uh, yeah, um, and this podcast that you are listening to can, can be found on such platforms as SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. So if, if you know anyone who uses any of those, they have absolutely no excuse not to know about this. <laughs> that's, that's not entirely true. <laughs> but yeah, that, that just means you have lots of options. Um, which, whichever one uh, people may prefer, there's, there's the list. <laughs> so yeah, please do, uh, do let others know. Uh, so yeah, that's that's really it. Um, I I don't know if I have any last thoughts because what have I talked about this week? Um, yeah, uh, I think because when I was talking about uh, Laura in the kitchen earlier, I would have liked to have gone on much longer because I think I I did mention things about um, cooking good food and how I, I sometimes lose sight of that. Because today I'm even debating over whether I send out for takeaway or cook at home and I think yeah I, I mean I'm not going to say now I'm not going to decide right at this, this moment um, yeah because I've got a lot of stuff to do that's kind of my my little excuse for getting takeaway but yeah I, I don't know um, I, I've been a bit slobby this week and I'm trying to see if I can I, I suppose I, I do blame it on the weather sometimes <laughs> I just get really self-conscious now but yeah uh, so what, what I do between now and the next episode it's probably going to involve lots of walking and trying to to eat better I don't know what do you care <laughs> just I just want to say thanks so much guys for listening to this week's episode do take care and bye bye